0: Hey guys, Michael sucks and did not send us the audio files for the SeatGeek ad and W ad. So here's a reminder use code ATC on SeatGeek for $20 off your first purchase, and use code against the call for 10% off your next purchase at www.dubby.gg. And remember, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify for podcasters, and YouTube. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to episode 29 of Against the Call. Today is going to be a little bit different. I don't have any of my regular co-hosts here, but I got guest host... The boys, the founders of Out of Pocket Sports with me, I got Jay with me, I got Riley with me, and we're just gonna have fun with this one. Today, we got the pregame as always. We're gonna have our championship week uh, week recap for NCAA men's basketball. Uh, we're gonna have our women's March Madness brackets. Um, I know I, for one, have not kept up with it any of this year, but I'm excited to see what crazy reasons I can give. Um, But then after that, we're gonna have a little discussion about the failed champ week parlay that happened. It was big on Bleacher Report betting. Um, After that, we're gonna have our our, Around the League NFL, our Start Bench Cut. Um, We're gonna have Around the League NBA, Around the League NHL, our Mount Rushmore, the best college towns, and then our Draft Day with the best apps for your phone. I don't know. There's a lot of apps out there. So I'm excited to see what kind of stupid stuff we have to say. But um, anyways, yeah, guys. So the pregame is pretty simple. Uh, Jay, Riley, thank you guys for joining. Um, I know that Out of Pocket Sports is growing at a pretty good pace right now. You know, we got close to 100 followers already by not doing too much. Um, And then on top of that, against the call, we're over 430 followers on Instagram, which we're excited about. And Riley's podcast is growing and so is Jay's day by day. It's excited. So, how are you guys' days going? Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Yeah. yeah, same. Pretty good. Rolled out of bed, played the game for a little bit, and hopped on the call, man.
0: Yeah, good game.
1: Uh, I was playing that new season of Fortnite that just came out, man.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I, it, I,
1: had, I had to try it out. Headed
0: at all, or is it like, is it on? No, the-
1: it's actually, it's pretty, it's pretty good right now. I've, I've, I've having more fun with the game than I've had since like. Like, back in, like, the OG days, like, season two, season three, that kind of thing. I haven't (laughs) had this much fun with the game since back then, man. It's it's been fun recently. Should we run trios? Dude, I'm down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways, so championship uh, week recap, guys. A lot of great games happen in the NCAA men's division. Um, Number one we'll start with is the ACC game. Duke, out of nowhere, as the four seed wins it all. Um, It was against, who was it against, Virginia? Yeah, so, which is a big game for uh, Duke versus Virginia. In the regular season, there was a missed call that cost Duke the game. I don't know if you guys were able to see it, but basically um, the Duke guy got it off his fingertips, like 0.2 seconds left. And they called it, uh, like it wasn't in play because of the shot clock, but it definitely was. There's pictures of it rolling off his finger. And then Virginia ended up winning, so now you got Duke with a revenge game. They won by ten points, which is crazy. And a lot of people didn't have Duke at all winning this tournament. Um, I know that I didn't, and I'm I like Duke. Uh, but it was Miami. I I figured Miami was gonna win it or Virginia, and Virginia made it. Duke beat out Miami. Um, did you guys uh, catch the game at all?
1: I didn't see it. I didn't uh, see the game, but I was I was uh keeping up with it on Twitter and stuff as it was happening. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was keeping up with it. It was yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was. Now Duke has this freshman, bro. His name's uh Flapowski, and bro is solid. I think he's actually like top three in the nation for top freshmen. Um, I hope that he's not a one and done because Duke needs to get rid of that whole thing, that whole culture there. Um. Okay. Jared Roach is the bet, like best example of it. man stayed till senior year, Bros played with Zion, Bros played with Paolo. I mean, he's and now you see how he is. He's a great senior, he's a great veteran. Uh but moving on, we got the Big 10 tournament. Uh Purdue ended up winning it. I don't really think that this is a shocker at all. Uh Purdue was a clear-cut favorite to win it. Um not nothing much there. Big 12 though is a big one that we should cover. Texas beating Kansas in the big yeah.
1: championship.
0: Uh, Were you guys able to catch this game at all?
1: I did watch this
2: one. I did watch this Yeah, game. yeah. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> Texas,
1: man.
0: So Texas is looking super hey.
1: tall this year. They are. They Coming they into are. March hot, man.
0: They are. That's right? what you yeah, want. Yeah, I know. And I – I was telling Riley before we started, I made a bracket that has no research done, just gut feeling, just going into it with what I think. And I had Texas winning it all. I don't know how it got there. But yeah, that's that was my winner on that bracket, which obviously by the time our next show comes out, I'll have a research bracket done. But I don't know, man, this Texas team is very, very solid. And they've proven that they can play with the big dogs, especially after beating Kansas. And they didn't they not only beat Kansas, they like routed them out. Like it was by what maybe 13-12 points. I don't remember. Um, yeah. So I mean they were they were down, like they were beating them while they were down. It was crazy. Um yeah. on top of that, uh Big East, the one seed Marquette won. Uh Marquette, obviously going into March Madness hot as well. One of those teams that you never really know how they're gonna play out. In March Madness, they seem like they always go, but you never know if they're gonna win it, if they're gonna lose it. Um, I think that this year they don't get too far. Um, That's just me personally, but I don't even know who Marquette played in this game. I'm just looking at the winners. Um, But then the two big conferences, the first one, Pac-12, we had Arizona beating UCLA, which was crazy. UCLA was a clear-cut favorite to win this whole thing. Um, Arizona had a really good shot going into it, and Arizona proved that they're one of the top teams in the nation. I don't know about you guys, but I see this team going to Final Four. Uh, yeah, Arizona. I do too.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I could I could see yeah. it. They're 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 playing really strong basketball right now.
0: They are. And last year, I mean, last year was kind of a disappointment for Arizona. They didn't go as far as they wanted to. I had them go in. Honestly, last year, my final being Gonzaga in Arizona, that didn't work out. But this Arizona team looks like they've stepped it up. I don't think they go to the finals, but I think that they make it to the final four. Um, super, super solid. I think UCLA goes far, too. I think UCLA makes the final four as well um, in the West region or East region, whatever one they're in. Uh, but this is going to make Jay a little bit happy. I can already see he's kind of getting giddy about it. Um, Alabama has won the SEC championship. <coughs> Sorry. Um, Texas A&M <laughs> went two years in a row. Um, and also, this is the second time in three years Alabama has been in the SEC championship. Uh, now, you know, Tennessee won it last year, which, you know, it, it, it's fine. We, we'll, we'll let Alabama have it this year, whatever. But yeah. uh, Alabama, they play their hearts out, man. Um, this Alabama team is scary. Like, it really is scary. Um, only one conference loss to Tennessee. And then on top of that, you win the whole conference with ease, not to mention. Um, so, Jay, thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, this
2: team is, I mean, you know, they're well coached. They they play hard. They're You know, they've been in a lot of close games, too, and they've been able to find a way to win. Like uh, Auburn, for example, that game was huge for them. They needed that win. They got it um Missouri also you know just finding those ways to you know just even when the shots aren't falling you know can you still play good defense and get those opportunities when they're there offensively so yeah and of course led by Brandon Miller as regarded as probably the best player in the country um even though amidst all the controversies going on they're still staying focused and they're still playing good basketball
0: so I like what I see from Alabama Riley any thoughts about the SEC this year
1: yeah, uh, crazy finish, lots of lots of moving pieces, right? Um, Kentucky that it looked kind of like a non factor early in the year. Later they started to pick up the pieces. Missouri was kind of a surprise throughout the whole season, played really well, playing a lot of top teams very close. AM coming into March Madness, only a seven seed. Like a lot of people are gonna say that's disrespect. And I bet the team's feeling that way too. So lots of lots of moving pieces for the sec this year especially going into march lots of people coming in high tennessee sadly going the other direction but um you know it's going to be fun to see how it plays out in march you know it, that's what it's that's the that's what it's all about you know the big dance seeing how they how they play and, and you know their matchups that they're getting so i'm excited for the way it's going in for the sec um i, I think there's a lot of lot to be looking forward to in march
0: yeah no, for sure the sec um, you know, they didn't play uh, to the expectation that you expect with the Kentucky playing at the top of their le- uh, level. But the thing is, the SEC was probably top three for the best conferences in basketball this year. I mean, we're closing in a March Madness with four teams in the top 25, um, kind of just right behind the Big 12. Uh, so at the end of the day, man, like the SEC is proving that they're it just means more, guys. It just it just does. It just means more. And then um, it just- <laughs> with 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 the SEC, man, Alabama, dude. You know, you got the number one team in the nation being Alabama in basketball, and you know, some could argue football, uh, but um, not really. Uh, but th- that is that is there. A lot of Alabama fans do still want to argue that Alabama could have beat that Georgia team, but besides that, man, it's a uh, it, it's interesting. I, I'm excited for March Madness and. Uh, we'll be covering that on our next episode but I do want to say I think I got Kentucky getting upset first round by Providence. I will I will shout that out right there. Providence.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: I, I could see that actually. I could see that.
1: Yeah. Providence is playing well. I like yeah. that. That's not a terrible. That's not a terrible uh, upset pick.
0: I don't think it is, man. Kentucky got upset last year and uh, you know, it's just I don't know. I don't think that they're they're ready. That's just me and my little bit of Kentucky hate that I have, but But we'll move on, guys. Uh, This one's going to be interesting to see. Our women's March Madness brackets. So what we'll do is we'll just go through every game and just kind of give, I don't know, our reasonings for whatever. Uh, We'll start with the first game, South Carolina versus Norfolk State. I know for a fact that South Carolina is undefeated. And uh, what, did they win it all last year? I'm pretty sure.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. last year they did.
0: They're just a super super solid team. Uh if you guys don't keep up with women's basketball if you're listening uh just know that South Carolina is basically like I how can I put this? They're basically the new dynasty like of women's basketball. It was UConn and now it's uh South Carolina. But I don't know guys. I think this is easy. I think South Carolina wins. Um I don't I don't really think that there's a lot of like big 15 16 seed upsets in a women's bracket. I, I don't feel like no. they're no, not really. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah, think so. yeah. Uh but this next game, this is a little exciting. South Florida, USF, uh, you know, just right down the road from me, like 45 minutes. Uh playing against Marquette. Uh, I obviously don't know anything about these teams, but I'm going South Florida. Um, obviously my rival, but you got to show some love to the Florida teams on this bracket. So, uh, what do you guys have to say about that?
1: Yeah, I, I could see this one going either way. Uh, Eight and nine are about the only close games usually in the first round of the women's bracket, but uh, I could see this going either way. Um, I like how many points USF put, puts up versus um, Marquette. They don't give up a whole lot, but I, I think South Florida will be able to keep up the offense above Marquette. So,
2: yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I, I mean... Offensively, they're a good team, Um, so
0: I just don't think. But it could be it could go either way, like Riley said. So I'm interested to see how that how that happens. Yeah, South Florida won their conference too. I mean, they're going in very hot. Um, And on top of that, the next game you got Oklahoma versus Portland. Uh, I Portland, I didn't even know how to college team, so that's cool. Uh, (laughs) But they're playing against the five. It's a five and a twelve seed. So I'm gonna go with a gut and just say Oklahoma in this one. I think that you guys would probably agree with that one. Uh, And then the next game, you got UCLA versus Sacramento State. In the women's bracket, there's teams like all over the nation that I've never heard of, which is exciting. You know, Sacramento State, uh, maybe they practice with the Kings, you know. Uh, Who knows? But I I don't know. I got UCLA in this. I'm going strictly by favorites in this kind of first round, except for the next game, Creighton versus either Illinois or Mississippi State. We don't know yet. I got whoever the Mississippi State Illinois is. I don't know. I feel like uh, this is going to be an upset in the women's bracket right here, right now. I
1: don't see, know. yeah, my my first upset doesn't come till a little bit later. I think Creighton's going to win this. I like I like what they bring shooting the basketball um, versus either Mississippi State or Illinois. Who I don't think either of them. If I I will give you if there is an upset, this is a likely one. It's about if Creighton's going to be hitting their shots on 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 you know game night. So we'll see, uh, uh, but that is that is a possible upset. But I, I I think Creighton, if as long as they're hitting their shots, they should win this one.
0: If Creighton's anything like their men's team, they'll figure out a way to fail.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> not <but> wrong.
0: <laughs> moving on, Notre Dame versus Southern Utah, I think Southern Utah. Yeah. Uh, Another team, man. They're just popping out. You got Southern Utah now, which is, ah, that's cool. That's cool. But uh, Notre Dame's a three seed, and I do know that Notre Dame is very solid in women's basketball. Yes. So we're going to go Notre Dame in this one, uh, Jay. What do you think? Yeah,
2: I'm going Notre Dame. They just seem like the better team. Um, I think they're they're going to go out and
0: get it done. So yeah, I'm going with Notre Dame. Yeah, man. And then on top of that, like, did did you know Southern Utah was a college, Jay? I did not. I, I, did I never not. heard Yeah, of I know. Dude. That's why we're doing this thing. I love it. Uh then Arizona versus West Virginia. Now I don't know what was going through my head whenever I made this bracket, but I just I don't know. I don't know anything about either of these teams, but West Virginia wins it. I, I don't know. I actually have West Virginia kind of going far in this. I have no clue why, but uh <laughs> no Mountaineers, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I, I gave the nod to West Virginia too. Um I like their their results against some of the top you know some of the better teams in this bracket. Baylor, uh Georgia. Um they they got a win over Iowa State as well, I'm pretty sure. So um I'm liking I'm liking West Virginia on this one. I think they could pull off an upset here. Uh,
2: yeah, Jay? Uh yeah actually um I think I'm gonna go with Arizona here. Um I think they're gonna get this get this win and move on.
1: That's fair.
2: Why? Well, um, they, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, uh, really I just, I, I just think you know they're they're. I mean, I have watched a little bit, a little bit of the uh, play, and I, I think you know, they're just they're gonna get the win. Um, but they could be, you know, upset. I, I can see definitely see upset happening too. So it can fluctuate but it's, got bl-
0: it's, it's March it's March it's uh, March mad- it's, it's, it's the madness it's the, it is, <laughs> that's it is. like even even with the like little madness that happens near to near the end of women's basketball there's still a few madnesses that happen you know first second round you love to see it yes. after that you got Maryland versus Holy Cross I think we can all agree Maryland on this one yeah yeah, yeah. solid yeah um Stanford versus whoever the 16th seed is Stanford all the way the the one seeds in the women's bracket always go far um so it, th- this isn't a surprise and after that you got Ole Miss versus Gonzaga um I really want to be rooting for SEC here but I think Gonzaga's women's team is actually very solid from what I've seen um you know I, I don't know just give me Gonzaga in this one
1: I'm also giving it to the Zags. Um, yeah. their their record against the top twenty-five teams, they're two and one. Mississippi is zero and four. I don't like Mississippi's chance against the Zags. They're they're also playing well right now, so I'm a, I'm gonna give it to the Zags. Jeez, right. zero
0: and four against ranked opponents. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, the next game, we got Louisville versus Drake. Um. I'm a big Drake guy. I love his uh, music. So I'm going to have Drake in this one for sure. Uh, okay. Louisville. I, I don't know, man. I uh, This Drake team. I,
1: Are Drake a 12 seed in men's and women's bracket? I think so. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. So that's Drake's, a, Drake's a 12 seed in the women's and the men's. Tennessee's a four seed in the women's and the men's.
0: Oh, yeah. That's true. Both, both the same seed. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Drake, give me Drake over Louisville. Uh, I don't know. I don't have an exact reason,
1: but. I'm taking Louisville. That's another one of the that's a Louisville's another one of the teams that historically has been pretty good in March Madness, but is not having the best year this year. But uh I think the experience being in the moment, I think that'll take him over Drake. I'm I'm giving it to Louisville.
0: Yeah, I'm going to
1: Louisville here. Just
0: wait for the upset, y'all. Like I'll I'll be texting y'all whenever Drake beats Louisville and I'll say I told you so. You can go to whatever time it is on this podcast for me after that, Texas versus East Carolina. Um, being at UCF, I've grown a hate for East Carolina. Uh, through, like the conference. I don't know. It's just something their colors are stupid and their whole fan base is dumb. So I'm going to <laughs> Texas over this. Uh, also, Texas is a four seed in this tournament. So I, I think they'll go a little far.
1: Yeah, I'm giving it to Texas as well. They're they're also another women's team that's usually pretty good. And I think I think – that they can be east carolina
0: yeah go with texas too hey texas here we go hook them horns baby And uh, then the next one you got colorado versus middle tennessee uh versus middle tennessee Sorry, uh mtsu but then after that man uh i don't know man i, I got i got middle tennessee i don't care about the seeds i gotta go with the hometown uh home state so give me middle tennessee
1: yeah, I'm going with MTSU as well. Um they're a popular upset pick this year because of how well that they shoot threes. Um they're they're pretty insane. So, I'm going to give it to MTSU. They're going to be a popular upset pick this year over Colorado who doesn't do anything exceptionally well. They just play a clean brand of basketball which that can take you far in March, but I think how hot MTSU can shoot that's going to take them take them to the second round. Yeah, yeah, I actually
2: picked this as an upset on my
1: bracket. <laughs> so there we go. So um, yeah, an upset sweep. We all picked them as upset.
0: <laughs> Jay has a little love for Tennessee. It'll come out, man. Just wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> then after that, you got Duke versus Iona. Um, I have Duke in this. You know, yep. I've grown to have a liking for uh, Carol Lawson through my mom, which is really cool. Uh, and she's a great head coach. You know, she's a great player, great head coach. Uh, this Duke team is very solid under her team, gaining the three seed in her like second year there. Uh, very very impressive. Um, so give me Duke in this one.
1: Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I'm taking Duke easily.
0: Yeah, no question. Uh, yeah, I mean this Iona team. I I barely even know about Iona. So, uh, then after that, you got Florida State versus Georgia. Um, I do know Georgia is pretty solid in women's basketball, but I do know Florida State is as well. Uh, they're very solid in ACC play so I mean I'm gonna go Florida State in this one uh, I, I'm just not a big Georgia guy just uh, just any, anybody <laughs> that like lives in Georgia just, I just
1: can't, I'm gonna give it to Georgia SEC baby it just means more I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say they pull off the upset here um, yeah they're both good they're both good programs both both good uh, basketball teams but I think this one is another one that can kind of go either way. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Georgia. Um, as much as I
2: despise uh, anything Bulldogs related, um, here in this particular instance, I'm going to have to pick Bulldogs to get this win. Um, Georgia, I just think they they have a really great team, and I think they're they're gonna get a win here.
0: So uh, it pains me to, to say it, but yeah, <laughs> Georgia. I think it's possible. I think, I think it is. Um, Iowa versus Southeastern Louisiana, another team just out of the blue. I think they're making these up at this point. Um, I got Iowa, this one. Yeah, Iowa. Yeah. I think, I think we all have that. Uh, then the next one you got Indiana versus either Tennessee tech or Monmouth. Um, I'm just going to go Indiana, be safe with a one seed. Uh, it's very cool that Tennessee tech is going, uh, could go into it. Um, it's interesting to see. Jay, I'm guessing you're thinking the same thing with a one seed. Uh, Mm -hmm. But in the next game, you got Oklahoma State versus Miami. Any team that is an eight and nine seed in any tournament, it's going to come down to the wire. Uh, So I don't know. I'm just going to go Miami on this one because it's a Florida team. And also, I have seen a little bit of Miami play this season. Um, So I don't know. I I haven't seen Oklahoma State. Uh, Have you guys at all? Do you know anything about them? Not too much. Not too much.
1: Yeah. Decent, but yeah, I'm also giving it to Miami. Cabinet twin difference, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's yeah, it's fair. I mean, and then the next game, you got Washington State versus FGCU. Um, Oh boy, man, I'm picking FGCU because uh, number one, this is I have a few upsets in this thing, but uh, FGCU, there is a lot of just Find girls that go to FGCU, so that's why I'm picking FGCU. <laughs> Number one, um, hey, nice. fair
1: enough, bro. Uh, yeah, fair enough,
0: enough, man. Also, they're in Florida, so I gotta pick it. Washington State. I don't, I don't care about you. Um, I'm sure that there's no baddies that go to Washington State at all, but I don't know. Give me FGCU. What about you guys? I'm
1: actually gonna agree with you. I'm picking FGCU, just not for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't speak on the. I can't speak on the women at FGCU, but I do know that their women's basketball team. Uh, that's another team that shoots the three really well. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it to them. A team like that can be anybody in the first round. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna give them the nod over Washington State.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah,
0: I, FGCU, man. They're they're always kind of coming around to March Madness, maybe stirring up the pot a little bit in women's and men's um i just don't think it'll be like dunk city for women's but who knows maybe they can pull it out uh the next one you got villanova versus cleveland state um uh, i'm just gonna go villanova in this one um i'm
1: giving it to nova yeah
0: I you know um now uh michigan versus unlv this could be a pretty solid one to watch i got michigan winning it uh i just know that the women's michigan team is pretty solid almost every year um what about you guys
1: when I saw them throw up this in the selection show, I was like, oh yeah, they're going to win. So I, I gave it to Michigan. <laughs> yeah,
2: Michigan always had, they, they always had a good program, um, men's and women's. So you know, I'm going to go with Michigan here.
0: Yeah, Michigan men's this year, very disappointing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Though I feel like they'll be back though. They'll be back. Um, the next one, LSU versus Hawaii. As much as I think Hawaii is just a cool state, I've never been there. I think that their campus is beautiful. Obviously, it's in Hawaii. Um, I got to go LSU. I just know how dominant this LSU team is, uh, especially especially in the SEC. And also, they're like, what? They were like the third over, overall seed in women's for, I don't know, half the t- season, something like that, for at least yeah. a few weeks continuous.
1: When um, the Lady Vols beat them, they were fourth in the nation, so – yeah. So and that was SEC tournament. So yeah, they're, they're very good team. Very, 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 very solid. So I got LSU
0: beating Hawaii in this one. Um, Jay. Yeah. Well, the Tigers. Yeah. I, yeah. It's the Tigers, man. You got to give it to them. Uh, on top of that, NC State versus Princeton. Uh, I don't know anything about this, but I just hate NC State. So I'm going to take Princeton
1: in this one. <laughs> I'm giving it to, I'm giving it to NC State. That's another, <laughs> uh, that's another one. Uh, like a women's basketball, like historically really good team, uh, that just didn't get it done this year. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to them. Same reason as earlier. They've got the experience being in the moment. I think they can be Princeton.
0: I think Princeton's a lot smarter though. I think that they could outsmart them. <laughs>
1: yeah, I probably uh yeah
0: used a little bit higher especially going to nc state man
1: like <laughs> <laughs> the iq differential will be enough
0: i think it could they'll make like 200 iq basketball plays it'll be interesting <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah this is maybe a must-watch
0: so. game i think maybe so <laughs> <laughs> oh my god hey, what do you think
2: yeah uh i mean like you said that Riley said, I mean, that that comes down to play, you know, experience and, you know, being able to just make those tough shots when you got to make them, um, you know, you, it plays a role. And I think they're a team that usually has a good track record of that. So I'm going to go with them.
0: All right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, the uh, next game versus Gardner Webb. Got to go Utah. They're two seed. Easy. I think there's anything behind that? Uh, Virginia Tech versus Chattanooga. There's a lot of like, Tennessee and Florida teams in this bracket. I love it. Uh but I don't see Chattanooga being a 16 seed beating a uh, very 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 good Virginia Tech team. Um that, that's just not possible. Do you guys I don't really think that's an upset, no.
1: I uh, I'm going to give it to I'm going to give it to Virginia Tech. Yeah,
0: you got to. And then on top of that, you got USC versus South Dakota State. This is another one of those 8-9 matchups. I'm going to go South Dakota State, not only because I know that they have a very solid program this year, but also Got to give it to my roommate Dante. This is his like college, you know. So that's where he grew up around in South Dakota. So, give me the Jackrabbits in this one over USC Trojans.
1: Yeah, I'm also giving this to the Jackrabbits. I like I like how they um I like their their ability to play inside. They uh they're one of the best in I guess you know that second tier of schools that can do that kind of that can do that kind of uh, play style. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to them. I think they're going to do what they do best against USC.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Jackrabbits, I like that name, so I'm going to pick them
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his name. I love it. Uh, Iowa State versus Toledo. I got Iowa State in this. I don't really know about much about either of these teams, but I do know if you're in the Big 12, you're going to have a very solid program compared to Toledo, uh, which, you know, it is March Madness. Anything can happen, but if past the first round, Things can be pretty predictable, so I'm gonna go Iowa State. You guys, I'm
1: also giving it to Iowa State. Yeah.
0: On top of that, here's a big game we could talk about now: Tennessee versus St. Louis. Um, St. Louis, I, I don't even know anything about them. I don't know what their mascot is. I don't know what their colors are. I don't. I don't care anything about them. Lady Vols by ninety. Um, yeah. 90.
1: <laughs> Amen, brother. Jordan Horst and Rakia Jackson taking them to the moon.
0: <laughs> Jay, don't tell me that. Uh,
2: I'm <laughs> going with the Vols, okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, yeah, Tennessee, man. Yeah, uh,
0: thank you, Jay. Thank you. That That's very nice of you to yeah. say. Well, uh, it might be the only time you hear me say that, so. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey,
0: we haven't got to the men's bracket yet. Uh, but then after that, uh, North Carolina versus either Purdue or St. John's. Um, you guys already know I kind of root for Duke, so I can't just do North Carolina, that's just not in my DNA. So, uh, I'm gonna go Purdue or St. John's. Also, Purdue and St. John's, I feel like either of these teams are gonna have good programs. Um, I know this isn't men's basketball, but I do know men's basketball is very solid uh for both these programs. But, um, I don't know, maybe uh, is North Carolina like historically a good team in the women's bracket at all?
1: Not necessarily, but I mean, they're they're usually in the tournament, so I'm going to give it to North Carolina in this one. I'm all for the upsets. Yeah, upsets make it fun. That's what's so fun about March Madness.
0: Yes. Jay, what are you thinking here? Upset? Uh,
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Well, yeah, it could be, um, but I I don't think it will, um, so.
1: I could see it if Purdue wins in the play-in, but if St. John's wins, it's going to be North Carolina all the way. All right, that's fair. Uh, Ohio
0: State versus James Madison. Give me Ohio State. They're a three seed. Uh, another one of those solid Big Ten teams. Uh, I don't really think there's any argument there. Next one, here you go, Jay. This, this is a big one. Seventh seed Baylor versus ten seed Alabama. Man, uh, Jay, who you got?
2: Oh man. Uh, well, you know, I got to go with my boys or my girls, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but um. You know, I, I include them in the group, you know, um just the crimson tide. So yeah, roll time going to Alabama here getting ups um upset. So
1: Riley. I've gotta give it to Baylor. They they've got such they've got like athletes down there. Uh, that's something Baylor's always been really good with. They have always got some very physically gifted players and um it's no different for women's basketball. Um, I think they can just kind of out physical Alabama, which is hard to do. It's hard to out physical an SEC team. But uh, Baylor is one of the few matchups that could do it. So I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Baylor. Baylor
0: is actually, I don't know about historically, but recently been very solid in women's basketball. Yep. well as their men's team. Um, but I'm going to take Baylor just to piss off Jay. It's going to be uh, UConn versus Vermont. Um, I was able to see the Vermont game, uh, very, very close game in their championship. Uh, the only reason I watched it is because it was before a better game that came on. Uh so then I'm gonna take Connecticut in this, just because Connecticut's a two-seed and Connecticut is just gonna be they're gonna be Connecticut, man. Like there's there's no de- denying that they they are historically one of the best women's basketball teams, and they have been on kind of a downhill uh recently, but gaining that two seed again very very solid. I'm excited to see how far they go actually.
1: Yeah, I'm giving it to Yukon as well. Great great program, great team. They're going to win it. Yeah. Yeah, UConn. Yeah.
0: That uh, that's going to basically wrap it up for that. I don't want to go through every single game because obviously I don't have any of the stats and I don't know what I'm talking about. But I will say let's do let's do our final fours um just to see who we kind of have. So in the uh Greenville one kind of division Uh, I got South Carolina coming out of this. I don't really think that's a question. Um, For the Seattle four, I got Duke coming out of it. Um, For Greenville two, I got LSU coming out of it. And then for Seattle three, I have Tennessee balls.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it. Now that I'm looking at it. uh, I'm going to say, I'm also having three SEC teams. South Carolina coming out of Greenville one, uh, Iowa coming out of Seattle four, LSU coming out of Greenville two, and, uh, Tennessee coming out of Seattle three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, yeah, I got South Carolina actually have them winning it all. Um, uh, but, uh, Greenville one, I have, mm, I have Texas of course coming out. Uh, Ole Miss as well. Um, and yeah, uh, mm, as far as Tennessee and obviously LSU in Greenville too. So in Seattle three, I have, uh, yeah, I got UConn. So yeah, it, that those are my groups there. So
1: yeah, I have Tennessee beating UConn to get there. I think they get revenge earlier in the season. Tennessee lost by seven at home to UConn. I think they get revenge yeah. and uh, bounce them in March Madness.
0: I have Tennessee versus South Carolina in the final.
1: So do I. Tennessee beating LSU again to play South Carolina. I think South Carolina beats them, though, because South Carolina is just on a different level, man.
0: Yes, they are. I'll be real, though. I don't see Tennessee actually making the final four.
1: Uh, I think they really could this year. I, I don't know. Their well. path there is, like, perfect for them.
0: If you say so. I mean, you have watched more this season than I obviously have.
1: Their their path this season is probably the easiest path they've had to the final four and probably some of the best matchups they could possibly have to get to the final four that I've seen in a long time.
0: But that's that's fair. I mean, I don't know. I just kind of put Tennessee on there just to...
1: But part of that is because I have uh, Virginia Tech getting upset by South Dakota State in the second round.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know that this year I'll definitely try and watch some more of the women's bracket. Uh, it can get interesting. I usually just kind of kind of watch it around Final Four time and a little bit of the championship. Hey,
1: you'll want to watch Iowa. Caitlin Clark, insane. She can she can pull up from anywhere and drain it. Okay. Jay Caitlin think... Clark is different level. Jay, do you
0: think that you could beat her on one on one? Um yeah.
2: Uh, considering what Riley just said probably not if she can pull up from anywhere I mean you know usually when you deal with players like that you're they, it's hard to stop them. so it's like what are you going to do so yeah I, I think I would lose that one-on-one
0: to Mrs. Clark so <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next segment is going to be the failed champ week parlay I don't know if you guys heard about this but <clears throat> oh sorry uh, I'm a little sick here <clears throat> but There was a parlay that happened where a guy picked the correct men's championship uh, tournament winner from like every single one, except for one. He had a total wager of $5. He put $5 on this parlay. Payout was gonna be over $450,000. And he got every single one right, except for the Houston versus Memphis game. And he had Houston winning it. They were actually the number the number one favorite out of all of his picks to win it. Uh, and they let him down. And man, that I just can't imagine what goes through your head when you put down five dollars. You need one game to hit. One game, and it just doesn't. Um, were you guys able to see any of this?
1: I did watch the uh I I had no clue about this parlay, but I did watch the um I did watch the Memphis game. Um and what a what a team yeah Memphis is playing Memphis playing very good basketball right now they're, they're playing their best basketball at the perfect time um, and being able to take down Houston like that. look that's the that's the tough part about uh parlays, right? I feel like it always is like some of the craziest stuff that you pick happens and then <laughs> once you you try to throw on one easy one and that's the one that kills you like that's that's the danger of parlays man, but um yeah, crazy should have believed in those tigers man they're they're playing their best basketball right now yeah jay yeah Uh, i mean
0: that sucks uh for him (laughs) um but yeah man Jay, have you put any parlays in recently? Uh, uh, no, (laughs) no, 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 no.
2: I have not, especially
0: not on March Madness. Yeah, I was about to say, like, the fact (laughs) that he had all of those go through. I mean, especially like the Duke one, I don't know how he guessed that one correctly. I don't know, because they were were a four seed, honestly. They they were a four seed. All the rest of them were kind of, you know, two, one. I'm surprised you got the Texas one right. I personally would have had Kansas. But uh, that's just something – it's something cool to talk about.
1: Well, Duke Um, had a guy come back that was injured, right? I think they had a guy that come back that was injured. I think that's part of the reason uh, that they're playing so well right now.
0: Yeah, I I can't remember what his name is right now, but – I mean, at the same time, though, like they were still the underdogs in almost every game. Right. Uh, like Miami and Virginia. I think that both of those teams were like five point to ten point, not ten point, but like five point to seven point favorites in those games. So I don't know that that team like proved everybody wrong. I love to see it. Uh, but our next segment, we have a a few around the leagues this episode, but around the league NFL, there's a lot that is actually happening right now. Um, and the first thing that I want to discuss: Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins for a third rounder and tight end Hunter Long, a backup tight end, if anything.
2: This seems like a trade that, like, you would. I mean, I, I don't even know how this. This you can even do this on Madden. Like, <laughs> I don't. This it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what exactly. Um, Les Les Need was thinking here, but I mean, of course, they were rumblings about. Uh, Ramsey trying to move on so I mean and the Rams are kind of situation right now where they need to offload some of this cap you know so I mean it happened that the, the Dolphins pulled it off somehow so
1: yeah there there should be no scenario where Jalen Ramsey gets moved for a third round pick and a backup tight end but <laughs> hey they Miami override on yeah literally <laughs> They had. The, it's bad, man. It's bad. Um, but it's great for the Dolphins. They've got two like tier one corners now: Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard. Um, be good for them to have going as they you know try to chase the championship. They really, they've really spent to try to improve that defense. You know, gone out got Bradley Chubb. Now you've got Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard locking down the corners. Like, you, you've got some good pieces there on that defense now, and something that they're looking forward, you, you can tell they're trying to gear up for a title push. That's what they're doing um, while they have all this talent on the team. So uh, it, we'll see how it turns out for them, if they can keep a quarterback healthy. Um, that's that's what killed them last season. I think they could have gone a lot farther um, had, had uh, Tua stayed healthy. But hey, going. Let's see. We'll see how it works out for them, right? They they've got some issues to fix, but they're they're certainly taking steps to address them.
0: Hey, Skylar Thompson. He almost beat the Bills. Imagine if Tua was playing a healthy Tua in that game.
1: Yeah, Tua can yeah. get the ball to a uh, to a uh, Tyreek kill. Rest, rest happens. Rest. He, he not gotta worry about it. Might he be a little short ball, getting though. there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still get it. As long as it's within the radius. We, we we could. Uh
0: Jay, what are your thoughts, man? Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins.
2: Dude, um, like Riley said, this is huge for the Dolphins now because they were kind of looking for that um other corner out there to the pair with power who has struggled um recently himself, injuries and in his play. So I'll hopefully he he gets gets it together. Um, you know, I think he will. I think having Ramsey in that locker room just is great too. I mean, due to the leader, he's um, you know, he. He's been criticized lately because of his play, Um, uh, you know, but I think he's going to shut people up now in Miami and see what, you know, you know, Hey, see how far they can go. So yeah, I like the move for the Dolphins just
0: for the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Now there's a little bit of uh, a tad bit of beef between Tyree kill and Jalen Ramsey over the little flag football thing. Do you see, you see that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> practice is going to be interesting for those two. Yeah, that's what that's not what Tyreek Hill was saying, man. He he calling out Jalen Ramsey for that little push in the end zone for a flag football game, uh, whatever. Uh, but then next, the probably the biggest thing of this week other than Jalen Ramsey, Carolina Panthers getting the number 1 overall pick. Um, super super huge, super huge. Um, now there are reports that They are kind of considering Anthony Richardson at one. Um, This is a true report, too. So uh, who knows what they'll actually do with it. I think that they will go Bryce Young still, uh, which is what I would do personally. I would take Bryce Young. Uh, But I don't know, man. Carolina with the number one pick, guys. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I like – I think, first of all, it was a great trade for the Bears. They got everything that they needed. They got down – got a ton of draft capital to go with it and got a wide receiver one for Justin Fields, everything that they could possibly want out of that trade. So great on the bears for that, for the Panthers, you, you gave up a lot of stuff. You better go up and you better get the right guy. Um, I feel like if my, if I were to place a bet on it, I think it's going to be CJ Stroud. Um, I like, I like the the way he projects Carolina. They typically like, bigger body quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud's a little bit closer to that archetype than Bryce Young, maybe Anthony Richardson, but he's so unpolished that like, if you go up and you you get Anthony Richardson, he doesn't pan out. Now you've just given away your entire future for a guy that you don't know if he's actually gonna be the NFL level guy. Um, so I think the safest pick here for them and probably the most likely in my opinion is to get C.J. Stroud. Um, And try to build around him there are also reports that they're trying to trade back again uh, assuming one of the one of the guys that like maybe like indianapolis or or uh the cardinals or some somebody like that wants to trade down they'd be willing to trade down and get like anthony richardson at three or four um so that would be another good um, move for them i think but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see try to reload on some of that draft capital if they move back but um I think CJ Stroud is the best play for him here. And I think it's probably the safest play. Um, will they do it? No telling, it's the Carolina Panthers front office, but um, I, <laughs> I I gotta give it to CJ Stroud. I think that's the best pick here for them. That's true,
0: yeah. I mean, it, it goes back and forth between Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. I mean, the, the only like, the only real problem with Bryce Young that there, anybody can say the draft is his size. Uh, yeah at the end of the day he's a Heisman winner he's a Heisman winner. like that that's that's what kind of puts it over the edge for me I, that, that's what I how I know that he plays at a top level especially being in the SEC um now Alabama quarterbacks too they've been on the rise recently you know they've been playing good it didn't used to be like that it used to have guys oh, like McCarron yeah. who would just fail um but yeah. you know now, now, they're, now they're on the come up and you love to see it. Now, also with DJ Moore to the Bears, like you mentioned, I still don't see this Bears team doing much, maybe six wins, honestly. Um, I, I don't know, I'm just not a, I'm not big on the Bears at all. I think that the Bears have a lot more that they need to do other than getting DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is most definitely a wide receiver one. Is he the best wide receiver one in the league? No, he's maybe mid tier, honestly, uh, so. Also, you're going to have – also, Justin Fields – DJ Moore is going to be open, and Justin Fields is going to run the ball. Um, so, <laughs> that's what I see happening. Hey, don't
1: hate on Justin Fields. That man can swing the ball.
0: Hey, Justin Fields, he, he's a pretty solid quarterback. I just don't know he, – he hasn't played to the NFL level that he should be playing at, but he hasn't had receivers. So, now we're going to be able to see that with DJ Moore. Um, right. Also, you know, Chase Claypool – uh he, he's still going to be probably doing some tiktok dances every now and then so,
2: yeah
0: we'll see what happens with him also there's that classic venue of him just getting hit in the head with a uh, football last season on the bears um i don't know if you guys are able to see that but geez uh after that this is a big one for jay he's wearing the jersey atlanta falcons trade a seventh rounder to the pats for new smith pats literally got nothing out of this trade really um unless you know Belichick's going to draft the next Brady with the seventh rounder. But that's basically it. I mean, the the Pats kind of got fleeced. I think John New Smith is a good tight end. He's going to fit in well with the tight end room with Kyle Pitts.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I'm a little so-so on this move uh, for Falcons. Um, the real reason I say that is because, you know, granted, the Patriots' o- offensive um, staff and the offensive, you know, this room in general was very dysfunctional uh, last season. Uh, really, the last two years, and John Smith, you know, he signed that big deal um, a couple off season ago. He hasn't really, uh, he only he's only scored one touchdown in two seasons, and you know, I, I don't know if it's more him or the Patriots, I, but I, I don't, you know, I'm just not sure about this move. I'm, I'm not sure where I stand on. It.
1: See, I tend to lean that it was the Patriots that were the issue because you look at how he played on the Titans. He was playing like yeah, one of the good. best up and coming yeah. tight ends, and guess who was his tight end coach at that time? First tight end coach, then offensive coordinator at the time, Arthur Smith. So I like, I like the move. It's a low risk, high reward type of move for the Falcons. Um, if he pans out, you've got a, you got one of the best tight end rooms in the country. Um, if it doesn't pan out you've given up a seventh round pick that's about it for a decent backup like I, I feel like it's it's a low risk high reward type of move Arthur Smith I think if anybody can get the best out of uh Jonu Smith he's done it before he can do it again um so we'll see how it pans out you gotta have somebody to throw the ball to him but um so we'll see we'll see <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. hopefully hopefully the Falcons get that figured out. Um, oh, wow, I just got breaking news, boys. Yeah, me too. Jimmy Garoppolo will sign a three-year, 67.5 mil deal with the Raiders.
1: I like this. I like this.
0: <laughs> Why do you like this? Bradley, tell us, man.
1: Well, first of all, you reunite Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so that's that's a good first step. There's some good offensive weapons on the Raiders. you got to see this is like Jimmy. This is Jimmy's prove it, right? We haven't really seen him thrive outside of a Shanahan system. So he gets outside of the Shanahan system. Can he go to the Raiders? Can he actually be a guy that elevates them to that next level? Um, kind of a lateral move. I don't think he's going to be like a game changer for them, but uh, I think you can get better play out of him than you did out of Derek Carr. So, We'll see. Um, good, good weapons there. Good, good staff around him. Is Josh McDaniels a good head coach? We still don't really know that. But uh, we'll we'll see how Jimmy Garoppolo fares over there. I like it. I think it's good for them.
0: Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to this at all. I think that he can sling the ball to Devonte Adams and get the job done. Um, that's it. Kind of hurts because I was hoping it comes to the Bucks, but uh, it's fine. Uh, Jay, man. Breaking news here. What do you think? Um,
2: You know, maybe the deal, uh, a little too much um, for Jimmy, um, but he is a guy, He's a proven winner. Obviously we know that um, he's been in a, uh, winning locker rooms, you know, uh, played the Super Bowl a couple of times, started in one. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's a, a very solid quarterback and he's a guy that, you know, everybody usually likes to play with, you know, so it's going to be interesting, you know, and, just Daniels, um, you know, hopefully they can continue to just get that together. Um, but it's gonna be really interesting to see how that works. I mean, hey, you got Devontae Adams, dude. I mean, that's probably the best receiver he's ever have played with, other than Debo Samuels.
0: So yeah. it'll be interesting. It most definitely will, man. Um, but speaking about the Bucs, the Bucs are expected to target Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah. This is actually. Pretty big.
1: Tough.
0: It's tough. I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm kind of I'm not a, I'm not fully against this at all. I think that Bucks would be a perfect spot for Baker.
1: I'm not a Baker believer. I never have been. Um, I thought it was dumb that he went first overall. Um, I'm not at all a Baker believer, but um I mean it it's better than Kyle Trask. I'll give yeah, you that. Exactly. It's better than Kyle Trask, so it might as well, right? Um yeah. Also, Miami just signed Mike White, the legend for the Jets. Legend Mike White. That's <laughs> a better backup than Skylar Thompson. So they're, they're, they're preparing for Tua to get hurt again at least. So <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. Dolphins need to
0: get like five strings, bro. Five or six. A, yeah,
1: that was tough. <laughs> Tua, Teddy. And yeah. it's Thompson starting game. Tyler, Skyler Thompson just about got injured that one time. I was like, who are they gonna run out there, bro? Yeah. Look like the 49ers.
0: 49ers, yeah. I was just about to say that, dude. After Brock Brady goes out, you put in, you know, just I you never heard of him. He'd been in the league for like 15 years. Uh well, in and out of league. Sorry. He played in like the USFL and uh XFL, yeah. CFL, all of those. Um he's turned in, he's basically a Paxton lynch. But um then after that. <laughs> Uh, the Giants um, signing Sterling Shepard to a new, new deal. Um, very, very interesting. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the best way to put it. Um, I don't know if he's that guy at all. I don't think he is. Um, but apparently the Giants believe in him, you know, and they're just giving away money at this point, especially with Daniel Jones. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I, I, I like I,
2: Sterling Shepherd. Um, he's the Giants are in a situation right now that their receiver room is just like it's it's been a wreck the past couple of years since Beckham left, um, as you would expect it to be. Now Shepard has stepped up, um, you know, in somewhat capacity. He he was forced to be a number one um, you know, at the past couple of years. And then this year he got hurt, unfortunately. So I'm interested to see how he comes back. Um Isaiah Hodges played pretty well. At spurts at you know this year or so, and then there is Slayton, still a solid number two. So uh, you know we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Giants they just keep struggling with the wide receivers. Um, I mean, but you know when you got Saquon Barkley in the backfield, I it's uh, you're, you're you're in good shape. Uh, you know, yeah. Running backs. Uh, but speaking of running backs, Austin Eckler seeking a trade from wow. the. Chargers. Um this this just came news this morning. Um he's supposed to be trying to talk with multiple teams. I don't know who these teams are, but he is seeking a trade um after they haven't extended they haven't extended his contract yet, so that's why he's doing it. Um I don't know, man. Austin Eckler running RB RB1 for sure. Um maybe not entirely in the league because you got, you know, uh what's his face? Josh Jacobs. So Austin Eckler's the guy that you need if you don't want to just continuously run the ball and you want a different receiver option. He's obviously always there. He's almost always open, uh, super solid in fantasy as well. You got to give it to him. Um, but man, this would be very, very interesting to see what the Chargers do if they lose him. I don't know where the Chargers go in the direction. If they do, um, that'd be a huge blow to the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers definitely need be looking at this draft for, improving I, i've seen that they like are looking at wide receivers in this draft i don't know how i feel about that um considering the fact that i feel like their wide receiver room is very solid just they, they don't they can't stay on the field they can't stay. On the field. That, that exactly
1: and they're slow they're very slow all their wide receivers are slow Key, uh keenan cole or not keenan cole um keenan allen uh, getting old, not doesn't have that same burst he used to have. You look at some of these cuts he's making, it's like, gosh, dude, I could cover that. Um, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where they need to get younger. They need to stay healthy. So I think the best option is to go get a younger guy. yeah, Faster. Faster guy.
0: Josh Palmer is a great option as well, though. I mean, I don't good,
1: know. Good to have on third. Like, he's a good third option to have. But when he was playing, like – you know, wide receiver one type role when yeah. you know, when he had to earlier in the season, it was not pretty. Um, but he's great to have it wide receiver three. But I would not want him being my wide receiver one. So if they do lose
0: Austin Eckler, do you think that they should go for a running back later in the draft?
1: I think there's a good running back class. I think there's a lot of good running backs here. You got like Zach Charbonnet, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs would kind of just be like a one to one replacement of Austin Eckler. Um, obviously, Bijan, insane. Um, there's a lot of guys that I think are good options. Um, had yeah, the guy from Syracuse. I think his Chase name's, Brown, too. Syracuse. Yeah, lot lots of guys in this draft, um, that are, that I think could have good careers at running back in the NFL. So, um, I don't think you can really go wrong with letting Eckler, well, I mean, you can go wrong, but I don't think it's the riskiest move to let Eckler go, especially for the amount of money I'm sure he's wanting. That's fair. Yeah.
0: All right, let's just jump into our next segment, Start, Bench, Cut. So for the first one, we got our quarterbacks due to recent news with Jalen Ramsey, of course. We're going to have Sauce Gardner, Jalen Ramsey, and Xavier Howard. Riley, start us off, man. Who are you going to start, Bench, and Cut?
1: I'm going to do it in that exact order. I think I'm going to start Sauce, Bench, Jalen, and Cut, Xavier um I like the way I mean sauce played like the best corner in football last year that's I mean he just did he was incredible lights out um gave up a lot of pass interferences but like who really cares when he's that locked down every other down um so I'm gonna give it to sauce Jalen Ramsey a lot of people are saying he fell off he's this this, that he's still a very very good corner and picked up his play towards the end of the year um, back to that Jalen Ramsey level, um, so I'm I'm still keeping Jalen Ramsey. I I don't care. Zayvon Howard, great corner, um, super talented, another you know tier one guy, but uh, I just don't think he, he holds a candle to the talent you get you get with Jalen Ramsey and uh, Sauce.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Jay, what are you thinking here?
2: Yeah, um, I my, I got the same order with Riley here. Like I mean Sauce, I mean the dude's just he's got great size for one thing not even just his skills his size he's he's strong too and he's very smart great corner you know he's only going to get better that's the crazy thing um he's only going to get better and i mean and Jalen ramsey i mean you can't you, you have to keep him um you know I mean, he's yeah he struggled a little bit um you know but he's still a great corner top number one dude you know lockdown like. and is amy howard uh, he's a good corner too, really good. Um, you know, he's but he's kind of been he he like I mentioned earlier, he's been having issues on the field. Um, you know, so I don't know. I, I would you know cut him compared to what you got with Gardner and, and Ramsey. So yeah,
0: mm. no, I I totally agree with both of you guys. I didn't even notice I wrote it in the exact order I was thinking in my head, <laughs> but yeah, start starting sauce Gardner for sure. As Riley said, the best cornerback in the entire league, which is crazy because he's a rookie. Um, But I kind of expected this with him going into the draft. I knew that he was going to be at least top three the first season for cornerbacks. Uh, Then on top of that, you got Jalen Ramsey, obviously still at a very good level of play, uh, especially going to the Dolphins. I think that's actually a really good fit. Um, And then Xavier Howard, if this is a start bench cut for today, I would be most definitely cutting Xavier Howard from these guys because he had like one interception last season uh, compared to, you know, Jalen Ramsey had four Uh, and being a cornerback, that's very big on your stats. So that's just, that's, that's, I agree with you guys. Uh, But for the next one, we're going to have Will Levis, Stetson Bennett and Hendon Hooker. Now these are three guys. That, you know, very, very top of the quarterback class. Well, maybe not Stetson Bennett, Uh, but then yeah. you're going to look at these guys and you're going to be thinking for this one, I want to say start bench cut in the NFL. Like, don't think about college, like them starting in the NFL.
1: Man, uh, why did you set up Stetson Bennett like this? <laughs> yeah, really, man. Like, this you didn't mean like that. This is terrible. <laughs> man. I, knew, yeah. I,
0: knew, I knew that Jay would have something to say about that. All right, Jay. Go,
2: uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, in the NFL. See, that's the thing. I mean, that, that's hard because, you know, I, well, I haven't seen them play in the league yet. Um, but I think in, in the NFL. Um, Are you taking
0: a shot on? That's the thing now.
2: Definitely. Definitely. hitting Hooker um, bench, benching Will Levis. He he's just one of those, you know, raw guys, you know, still needs to polish up in a lot of things similar to, to Anthony Richardson. Um, And of course, I'm going to cut there Um, you know, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, those are my stuff cuts.
1: Yeah, I've got the same, same list. I'm starting Hooker, most pro ready quarterback in the entire draft, probably, um, as far as how he projects, um, and allegedly he's going to be ready for training camp as well. Um, so he's making great progress on his ACL recovery. Um, async team interviews and stuff you're hearing at the combine and things like that people are thinking he's still going to go like early second round Um, which people say that about quarterbacks and then you know they fall and fall and fall so I don't think he will but um, you know yeah, yeah. the the buzz is there the buzz around him is still there despite him not being able to you know work at the combine and throw in front of teams and things like that so yeah I'm definitely starting in and hooker kind of like what Jay said uh it, it's with Will Levis, you got a guy that has a lot of upside, right? A lot of physical uh, attributes that you want a quarterback. He's big, big arm, um, but he's not at all polished as far as his decision making. Um, his pocket awareness is probably the worst in the entire draft class, um, but he's got upside, right? And so you would want to bench him. I don't think Stetson Bennett has any upside. Um, he's getting cut easily. I it, it's ridiculous. He's even on the list. Uh, I'd mark his name out in like a Sharpie, dude. I, get Stetson Bennett out of here, bro. I do not like – I don't I don't think he's a quarterback for the NFL level at all, at all. For me,
0: this list, I mean, I agree with both of you. But I do want to say it could be a little bit close with Will Levis and Stetson Bennett for the main – now listen, hear me out, Riley. Stetson Bennett is good at decision-making. He is. You can't deny the fact that he makes good plays. And then on top of that, you can argue that, that, you know, his receivers that he had at Georgia, they, they're practically NFL level. I mean, you just have this crazy Georgia team. I mean, would his transition to the NFL be that bad, I mean, I don't see him being a starter anytime soon, but I see him coming off the bench every now and then making some plays happen.
1: I don't see it happening. Um, I don't think he was the reason for their success. Right? I think it was those receivers that were that were the, so successful. Um, they simplified the game for him, made it easy for him to make these reads, get it to Brock Bowers. You know, if he's Brock Bowers isn't open, you get it to one of your wideouts pretty much. That was that was the progressions that he went through every time. Um, mm-hmm. So I I don't believe that Stetson Bennett is an NFL ready quarterback. He's at the NFL level yet. Maybe in a few years off the bench, you know, he bounces around the league a little bit, gets some experience. Maybe he could be a decent backup, but I, I just don't see it happening. Jay, your thoughts on
0: Stetson then?
1: Well, I mean, I have a
2: lot of thoughts about Stetson Bennett, but for the sake of this show, uh, in this particular <laughs> scenario, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Riley said, he's just not, he's a he's a, a career backup at best. Like a guy, you have to, absolutely starting, you so start him, you will. But he just right now so, you know, and then he's playing behind a monstrous offensive line. Um, Todd Munkin from coming from the NFL calling the offense. I mean, you know, so it was kind of put in place, you know, like you you would have to succeed in that
0: offense. I mean, so yeah. Now, this just reminds me, there's a name that you know, on against the call, especially we haven't talked about that much going into the draft. Now, as draft comes closer, we definitely will. Max Duggan, like we have yeah. not really discussed him at all, and I, I'm kind of curious to see what Riley and Jay have to say about this guy. I mean, he's very he's he's solid. I don't see anything absolutely wrong with him taking TCU a TCU team like to the finals. Um, you know, losing the championship, uh, losing the championship, and also the Big Twelve championship, obviously. But kid has heart, man. He has a lot of heart that he puts into the game. Uh, so. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Especially Riley, you're a big draft guy, so.
1: Yeah, I like, I'm like Max Duggan more than I like Stetson Bennett, that's for sure. Um, I think I would still do that same order if you were to just replace them. But I do think Stetson Bennett, or uh, Max Duggan has way more upside than Stetson Bennett as far as like what he could be in the league, right? Um, I think you look at guys like uh, Josh Allen, who when they were picked, they were, a lot of upside oh he's got a big arm he's got uh good legs he knows how to move the ball um max duggan's a lot of the same um just kind of he's got the physical attributes but like there's nothing there that just wows you about him now that when he gets to the nfl level could he still have that same level of production sure but it's riskier when there's not those flashes of like whoa this guy has some incredible talent like you see with Bryce Young you know spinning out of sacks uh or CJ Stroud dotting up people way down the field Hendon Hooker obviously having just that one of the best football minds in this class you know there, are are you know upsides to all these guys that you look at and you're like that is a exceptional talent Max Duggan just doesn't really he's not really exceptional right he's just He's good, all around good at the college level, just nothing exceptional. He played really well at uh, the Senior Bowl. Um, I know he impressed a lot of teams there. I know the Cowboys love him. Um, So, you know, maybe later on in the draft, you see the Cowboys take him, kind of Mm -hmm. a flyer, say Dak doesn't work out, Dak gets hurt again. Uh, Then you've got Max Duggan there. You see what he does maybe. But um, yeah, I, I don't think Max Duggan is bad by any means. He's, in fact, I probably like him more than, uh Tanner McKee who a lot of people have pretty high um but I like Max Duggan a lot
0: I agree with you on the Tanner McKee thing I don't know why he's over Max Duggan
1: in a lot of mock drafts same Um, thing is uh why Levis is so high he's just got a good arm that's about it it's the
0: arm bro it's like it's basically Josh Allen like you know Josh Allen his draft stock went way up after the combine showing with his arm and that's the exact same thing with Will Levis but I, I'm i not big on Will Levis. I don't think that he's that great at all. I don't think that he should go first round, honestly. I think he's more of a second round, third round quarterback. Um, but a lot of people are gonna, they're gonna take their shot with him. I, I'm super excited for this draft beyond anything. I'm excited to see where Hinton Hooker and Jalen Hyatt go, obviously. But this class is amazing on both ends, defense and offense. So um, as that time comes around, we'll be covering that and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, but for our next segment, we got around the league NBA. Um, there's only like two things to really have for this, but we have been covering the entire John Morant situation. So it's best that I kind of give an update on that. All of his charges were dropped as they couldn't find any evidence. Uh, and this happened like last week. So, and then at the time it happened, he was supposed to be only suspended for like four more games. So he should be coming back fairly soon, but that depends on whenever he feels is necessary to come back, you know, he's taking mental health time and everything like that. Which I can definitely respect. Uh, but I want to see Riley's thoughts on this for sure. Um, I mean, I knew I knew nothing like bad would really happen out of this. Like yeah, the other co of mine, they try like dog it on me for being a jaw guy, but I mean
1: Yeah. Um obviously, right. And then you look like it's it's just a crazy situation, right? Um so I say like, you know, you're allowed to go out and you're allowed to have fun and stuff after a game or something like that but there's a lot of it's just immaturity with Jaw, right he did it right after you know the one real vet on the team stephen adams says hey we need to have better discipline at road games he goes out and does this uh and it's it's a lack of maturity and it's something that the people around him need to encourage uh and i think the steps that he's taking right now great steps towards being better uh right you want to get that mental. he said he's uh you know trying to do things that are better for him to relieve his stress and things like that. Uh you know, not drinking, things like that. Um, the guy, the owner of the the establishment that he went to, let's just say, um, <laughs> was talking about like how polite and respectful he was. And he was very respectful to all the girls and uh was the only one that was like like when they they're they talking about like when athletes come they typically don't don't spend a lot of money or anything like that job is like actually you know tipping the girls well and things like that um so it's like and they were talking about like how respectful he was to everybody and it's like the he's still a good kid right he's just immature he's just gotta he's just gotta be more mature with his actions with his decisions um so i think you see I think you'll see Ja take a step forward after this step in his leadership. That's something that we've seen consistently with Ja since he arrived in Memphis. He's slowly been better, a better and better leader. And that's something that a lot of Memphis fans wanted primarily for him to grow as right. He's got the, he's got the basketball talent, obviously. It's about, can he step up and be a leader for the Memphis Grizzlies? And um, I think this is a, you know, big, like it's a, you know a hit to his reputation it's a hit to his leadership but it's something that i think will be good for him to step up and like can he answer this by becoming better um and that's the that's the primary thing for jaw right here
0: yeah i could definitely definitely see that um especially with jaw you know he there's a whole thing about him you know kind of Like he lived in the suburbs or whatever. And then, uh, you know, he's trying to act gangster or whatever. That wasn't
1: true either, though. That's the crazy
0: part. Exactly. Uh, It's just, it it can be too much on a guy. I mean, especially when you go from, uh, you know, college at Murray State to the NBA, where you're playing at an elite level and being displayed on TV 24-7. You know, there's things like Twitter, social media and everything like that. it it can be a lot on a person and it's not discussed enough um, through ESPN and any sort of sports network, but these, these things happen all the time. And uh, whenever you're a superstar, like John Moran, it's going to get covered more than anything because, you know, people love to see people love to see people fail like that. That's the thing. Uh, So whenever you got a guy like jaw doing this kind of stuff, people love to dog on him for it. But like you said, there's just, there's, there's growing things that need to happen. And with a young team, like the Grizzlies, they need a little bit more veteran leadership, you know. You have Steven Adams, but you could definitely use a little bit more. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, there's going to be the memes and everything, but we know Jaws is a good leader. Um, so uh, the next thing around the league and NBA, the Kings went over 40 games. Uh, this is actually crazy, they're uh, still the two seed, the Grizzlies are right behind them. Uh, they're tied for the two and three seed right now, but. After that, I mean, there was these guys that were at the Summer League game for the Kings. And I don't know if you guys have seen this video, but they came out after the Kings won the Summer League or whatever, and they said, we're having over 40 wins this season. And they indeed have. They've gotten over 40 wins. Well, they have 40 wins right now, but it's a long season, so they'll definitely go over 40. Um, this Kings team, man, just out of nowhere, it's going to be exciting to see uh, where, where they go in the playoffs. Um, Definitely making it to the second round, I'd say. But uh, further than that, we'll see what happens as that time grows near. But the Kings, man, be on the lookout for them. Uh, you guys have anything to say about them? Or
1: Yeah, I like what I've seen from them so far. Obviously, they've got a whole lot. Of, they got that fun thing with lighting the beam and things. like They're building the culture in Sacramento, and that's something that you love to see with a, a team that historically has not been great. Um, so you know they're they're working on building a winning culture. Um, you know, building up the fan base, you know, make, giving them things to be excited about. And that, in turn, is going to help fuel the team to, you know, even reach even greater heights than they are right now. So, um, yeah, I think I, it's, it's always cool when you see a program or, or a, a team that historically has been bad coming forward and making good things happen and, and winning games and things like that, right? Um, so I, it's, it's good to see for them. It's good to see for that fan base for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I'm excited to see what they do come playoff time.
2: Yeah, I agree. You know, the Kings, I definitely have to give a lot of credit to, um, the Aaron Fox, um, simply because of the fact that he, like a lot of players near his age range, you know, could have, especially in the situation with Sacramento, like try to force their way out. Um, you know, and just, I can't deal with this man. Like I got it, I got it. but he's, he's been staying with staying with it. He's continuing to get better each and every year. And I think he's emerged as one of the top point guards in the league. I don't think he gets enough credit. Fox is a great player. Um, You know, even having Malik Monk also is a, is a great player coming off the bench. I, I just like the brand of basketball that Sacramento's playing. I think Mike Brown is a great coach. Um, Don't be surprised if he
0: gets into the coach of the year uh, nominations. I uh, know, not surprise at all. I think that uh there's a lot of great head coaches but he's definitely going to be top three in the nominations for that especially after bringing this Kings team who didn't even make the play in last year um I don't think they did at least um and then now you're going to be the second seed so incredible turnaround you got Sabonis, very very solid solid add um I think that he's definitely a difference maker there but like you said De'Aaron Fox. Not covered enough. This Kings team is not covered enough at all, man. I'm still seeing multiple things about just the Lakers, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm trying to see more of this Kings team. That's actually good. Um, but <laughs> that's that's going to do it for the around-the-league NBA. Um, the last one is going to be the around-the-league NHL. I just, it's one thing. Um, I'm sure Michael is going to love hearing this, but the Boston Bruins are the fastest team to win 50 games in NHL history. Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> You know, this team is absolutely incredible. They had they were the fastest to hit 100 points in uh NHL season, and now they're the fastest to 50 to win 50 games. So this is very scary, especially being a Lightning fan. Uh, you know, and also you know I do like the Predators, but different leagues. But at the same time, being a Lightning fan going against this Bruins team is very very scary. Um, I don't know, man. The, also, the Bruins previously had a 10 game win streak. Uh, which is they've had crazy win streaks this entire season. And this past one was a 10 game one uh, snapped by the Oilers. But this team is, I have no no clue about NHL really, but this team is looking like it could be one of the best in history if they close it out and win the Stanley cup. Um, This is going to be just something we'll cover more in depth as the season draws near to the playoffs, but very exciting times for Bruins and Boston fans everywhere I hate that I have to say that, but it feels like it's something like that every year, every other year, some Boston team is on the rise, but whatever. Um, Mount Rushmore, guys. Uh, we're drawing near to our last two segments. We got the Mount Rushmore draft day, but the Mount Rushmore, the best college towns. Um, there's obviously solid college towns everywhere, but Jay, start us off. Uh, The best college towns.
2: Mm, that's uh that's that's a horrible man i mean because you got a lot of them um <laughs> yeah. um hmm. i would definitely probably to go with uh tennessee like um, i would say you know like knoxville yeah yeah like knoxville knoxville tennessee i mean they <laughs> yeah knoxville um and then for another one for me <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's a tough one. I but I, I say definitely Knoxville. They 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 love their um, you know, their sports and their big um their big school and you know when you get around all those kids that Riley, you know, um oh, they, yeah. it can get insane. So uh yeah, am going with Knoxville, definitely.
1: Yeah, I, I I got I got my four, I think. I'm gonna give it definitely to Knoxville. Like you said, man, like UT is the <laughs> centerpiece of the city, right? Yeah. Like the crown jewel of Knoxville. Um people people in Knoxville love the university and the university is always trying to give back to Knoxville. It's a it's a great relationship between the city. There's a lot to do. Um, some some great bars, things like that. Um it, Knoxville's just a great for a college town. Um I'm gonna give I think I'm gonna give a nod to I was I was kinda back and forth on this, right? I think I'm gonna give one to Boulder, uh, for for Colorado. Um I've heard I don't know, I've always heard that it's a great college town. Um yeah. and that it's just got uh, a a lot of, you know, like things outside of the college, like uh obviously in its its location, hiking, things like that. Um, so I've always heard it's really good for that. Uh, I think I'm gonna say Tempe, Arizona. Um, I've heard great things about that as well. Um, and it's Arizona. They're historically known as like some of the biggest party schools, things like that. Arizona State, like the number yeah. one among them. Uh, so I'll give it. I'll give one to Tempe, and then last one, kind of hard. Nothing like for sure. That I I could say maybe like Eugene like Oregon, mm. um it's like you know Nike big thing there, maybe not I don't know same kind of thing as Colorado I know they they've got a lot of trails and stuff out there in Oregon, um I don't know if there's any directly around Eugene but um as far as like I know that's another fan base that's like super passionate about their school so I'll give it I'll give it to Eugene
0: yeah super super solid list i'm gonna have boulder as my honorable mention uh super super good but i do gotta agree with you guys on knoxville obviously one of the top college towns in the nation but out of my four on my mount rushmore i got three sec schools gainesville is a super big
1: college really? town
0: like florida is home to some of the biggest college towns especially uh tallahassee and Gainesville. Uh, Gainesville takes the takes the lead though, as you know it's not the capital of the of the state, so they got that for them. Uh, there's nothing to do in Gainesville, guys. There is absolutely nothing to do in Gainesville except for party and watch football, and it's it's just the definition of a college town. So <laughs> I had to put them on the list. Jay's gonna love me for this. I got Tuscaloosa, Alabama, on my list because of the sole fact that all they have is football, all they have is their sports at Alabama, which basically makes a college town. You know, it may, what makes a college town is the bars. I actually have a few friends that go to Alabama and uh, they look like they're having a great time. I, I gotta give it to them. There looks like there's a lot to do, um, you know, in a college town for Tuscaloosa. So I, I love to see it. Um, then on top of that, my last one is gonna be Ann Harbor, Michigan. Uh, you know, Michigan Wolverines. No matter what the sport, they come in gro- droves of people to go see whatever sport it is. And they have one of the biggest fan bases. That's why they have one of the largest stadiums in the entire NCAA. So th- this doesn't, it's not a shock to me, Ann Harbor, Michigan, there's nothing to do with the whole entire state of Michigan, um, except for sports, I feel. So yeah. you're going to have the the college teams, the people in those towns supporting uh, their Wolverines. So uh, but, yeah, Boulder definitely has an honorable mention as well. I have seen that on multiple lists, people picking Boulder. Um, I mean, it's just the thing, though. The, co- the best college towns means there's nothing to do around them except for the college. So uh, when you're thinking of Colorado, uh, you, you're obviously thinking Boulder. Um, so, yeah, uh, we can move on now to our last segment, though, draft day with the guys. The best apps on your phone. There's like so. There's so many options for this. I love it. Uh, I got. I kind of got a list here. I, I hope that <laughs> this is gonna be fun. But I'm gonna spin the wheel right now to see who gets the first pick, and we'll do it as a snake draft. So let's see who gets the number one overall pick in the best apps draft. Okay, it's gonna be me. I told. It's totally not rigged, guys. Uh, <laughs> now, now I feel like Michael. I feel like Michael every time Michael <laughs> spins it, he gets his name. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, it's gonna be me. i uh, see who the next person is. Oh, it's gonna be Jay with the second overall pick in this draft. And so then Riley, you're gonna get the third pick. So with the first overall pick, man, there's, geez, dude. I don't know. This is just gonna be a recent one of mine. Uh, I think the uh, I spend the most time on this. Sadly, uh, it's gonna be TikTok.
1: That's fair. Great pick. Great pick. I can't hate it. I can't hate on it. Yeah, man. I, I you gotta love it.
0: All right, Jay, you're up, man. Oh yeah. All right. So I got a lot
1: of
2: apps on my phone, but you know what? I'm gonna have to go with um, Instagram, man. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's 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 just it's IG, man. Like you know, like that's where I it's spend so a my time. With. So, so much to see.
1: man Man, i'm hyped because my the one i would have picked first overall and second overall they're both still here i'm taking for my third overall pick i'm going with twitter easily Uh, i'm on twitter all the time uh,
0: oh bro i can't i can't use twitter dude they banned against the call on twitter (laughs) dude i don't i still don't understand we wake up one morning Permanently suspended. Don't see <laughs> reasons to why we are. I have no clue what we did. We literally just retweet stuff. um So yeah, just I hate Twitter now. I, I, I Elon yeah. Musk.
2: Elon Musk has something to do with that, bro, but, Elon,
0: yeah, so. I, Elon Musk is my biggest op right now, bro. I I don't like him.
1: Nah, I had to give it to Twitter. I get like all of my sports news from Twitter. I'm on there all the time. I'm giving it to Twitter. Um, for my fourth pick, how many rounds are we doing? Five, five, all right, all right, it's gonna be
0: your second
1: pick. My second round pick, I'm taking Spotify. Hey, dude, I'm taking Spotify, man. I'm on there all the time, that's where I have all my music. I'm taking Spotify, man.
0: Jay, are you an Apple music kind of guy? Or are you Spotify? Uh,
1: more of a Spotify guy,
2: so uh, yeah, I'm gonna have your Riley there. Yeah, Spotify, it's yeah, it's a goat, man. Spotify's a goat, so of music. And yeah, things man, like man. that. What's so. your pick, Jay?
0: It's your second round pick. Uh my second round pick. Uh well, I'm gonna have to go with Twitter for my second pick. Wait, 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 wait. Riley already selected that one Oh, I can't use it. Oh <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Um uh
2: well then I mean I guess I would have to go with YouTube. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's
0: awesome. I, well, I, hey, I, I, I learned a
2: lot of things from YouTube, so
0: yeah, that's that's obviously a super solid one. Uh for this next one, I'm gonna go Netflix. Obviously, you gotta use it sometimes whenever you aren't around a TV, you gotta use your Netflix app. So give me yeah. that. Jay, you're up next. Okay.
2: Um yeah, so I'm gonna have to go here with Snapchat. Okay. Uh, bro, i did
0: I forget that one?
2: Yeah, Snap, bro. You know, <laughs> gotta yeah, man, it's a great way to see what you know everybody's up to, and then also um, for promotions. So yeah, Snapchat. Yeah.
0: Do you have a lot of Snapchat memories? I do. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, rally
1: Can I take Gmail?
0: Yes, bro. Yeah. If it's in you can take it. All right. I'm yeah. taking
1: Gmail, man. That's where hey that's where I get all my like school information from. You know, oh. hey, that's how we got on this Zoom call, bro. Yeah, so man, I'm, taking, I'm taking Gmail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Jay, you're up again. This is you're gonna be what this is third round, right? Yeah. Uh
1: yeah, I believe
2: so. Um I'm gonna have to go here with my Chick Boy app. Um it just comes <laughs> in clutch you know, I uh, mean, when you're ready to get some of that food, man, just hit that, you know, that order button and, you know, it just makes things a whole lot easier. So yeah, I'm going with my Chick-fil-A app. All
0: right. Yeah. I'm going to go with Venmo. I mean, I use Venmo a lot. You got to use Venmo dudes, pay some people back. It could go either way with Cash App, but more of a Venmo guy. That was the first one I got. So uh, whatever. All right, Jay.
2: Okay, yeah, and so for this one, uh, it's, it's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, um, yeah, I just, I might have to go with ESPN. Um, I mean, how else am I going to know, like, what's going on? Right. Man, I got to have my ESPN app, man. So it must catch some games. So it just, yeah, ESPN is going to go there for me. That's classic.
0: That's classic. Yes, and
2: that will uh notification you know sound like you know the- oh dude do, 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 yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like you're so not in class like yeah dude
1: yeah, turn it
2: off. <laughs> yeah
1: like oh shoot <laughs> all right ravi you're up i think i'm gonna get i think i'm gonna go with i think i'm gonna go where jay went with chick-fil-a So i'm gonna go a little more versatile i'm hitting uber eats
0: oh no, that's solid. okay solid. okay <laughs>
1: I wasn't even thinking those, man.
0: That's good. All right, Jay, you're up. It's going to be your fourth pick. Fourth pick.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go Amazon.
0: I mean, just, yeah, Amazon, bro. Yeah, you got to, man. I don't got have to. The- all right, for my next one, I'm gonna pick the weather app. Uh there's nothing better than being around a bunch of girls and being socially awkward, and you can just be on the weather app and see yeah. what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, you're up.
2: I mean that okay. That, that was interesting to me. Thank you for that. Um <laughs> uh you know, hear me. I'm gonna go with my um Robo Killer app. It's an app where it can detect um, spam calls, so and, and and it'll tell you like where, where they come from. So, if That's you guys don't have that app, is. you should probably download it. Um, uh, is it free? That's a free. Yes, solid it,
1: is. it is. It's free. So, <sighs> all right, Riley, go ahead. Gosh, dude, this last one's tough. This last one's tough. Y'all took all that. Y'all took all my main ones. Y'all took all my main ones. Uh, kick is
0: still on the board did you just say kick
2: <laughs> yeah is that even a thing anymore
0: let's <laughs>
1: no, we'll see I don't think so do I go old person or young person with it oh you're thinking of Facebook aren't you I've got to inject some youth into my lineup alright I'm going with I'm going with Tinder <laughs> I'm going with Tinder I'm injecting some youth into my lineup we're going with Tinder baby <laughs> how like,
0: really, do you use Tinder?
1: uh on occasion not not very <laughs> often Um, uh, but every once in a while i'm bored you know i don't feel like you know i've watched some tiktoks for a little bit it's not funny the for you page ain't funny right now i've scrolled on twitter whatever i'm bored of that i'll hop on tinder for a minute you know just what's your go-to
0: pickup line
1: i don't know i like to mix it up i don't have a go-to I don't have a I don't have a single go to. I'm very uh I like to, I like to keep my options open. You know I like to like to be a little versatile. You know what I'm saying?
0: I like it. Jay, have you have you ever been on Tinder? Uh, no, I haven't. Can't say
2: that I have. Um, I, I you know, but hey, it, 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 you
0: know, he, I, I, I haven't. It, I haven't either. I haven't either. I'm more of a Christian mingle guy.
1: But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, respect. All right, Jay, plenty <laughs> a <girl. of> fish. <laughs>
2: Goodness, man! That was Riley. You uh really that that was that's a <laughs> interesting pick right there, man. I'm going here with uh my NFL fantasy football app. Um, so yeah, I mean,
0: you know,
2: yeah, that's gonna be my pick was, right here.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about picking the ESPN fantasy app, but with my last pick, the last pick in the draft, I'm gonna take SeatGeek because you can use code ATC for twenty dollars off your <laughs> <the> first purchase. <laughs>
1: Nice, <laughs> nice, dude. Uh, it it yeah. you,
0: <laughs> Slit it in there. All right, <laughs> but this is gonna be the post game, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Um You know, it's been a it's been a crazy week. Michael's on vacation. Uh, John's doing whatever John's doing. Uh, who knows? I think he's probably in like a third world country giving to orphans or something right now. Who knows? But at the end of the day, you guys did it, man. You joined me. Uh, we're gonna have Riley and Jay on for the uh, Thursday episode as well. Uh, but as I mentioned, use code ATC for $20 off your first purchase on CD. And also use code against the call on W for 10% off any of your purchases. Uh, but, you know, you know, guys, we're building something great with out-of-pocket sports. I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, and if you guys enjoyed this content with me, Jay, and Riley, we're actually going to tell you guys now there's going to be some content coming up for out-of-pocket sports with the founders. It's going to be me, Mike, Jay, and Riley, kind of like this, but having a little bit more fun with it, which we're excited for. So um, that's going to do it for today's episode. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? No, yeah,
1: Appreciate you for having yeah. me on, man. Thank you, man. A lot of
2: it was fun yes
0: it always is man when is it not fun on against the call we love to hear it. this has been episode 29 uh, and that's going to do it for us we'll catch you guys in the next one yes